Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach Podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host, I'm your Brains Coach, and just someone with a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn all the brain tools from neuroscience and uh, integrative health science and nutrition and psychiatry and performance science, like all these tools to feel, look, and do your absolute best. The most powerful thing to realize, guys, is that you are... For major part, are in control of how you feel, what you think, what you do, what actions you take, and what directions your life will go. Now, of course, things will not always go way uh, your way, and things will not always work out exactly as you plan them. But if you learn how to make yourself feel the way you need to feel, to show up for the situation in your best possible shape mentally and physically and emotionally, like the likelihood of life going in the direction where you want it to go, you know, this life design, there is quite a huge chance of that happening again. Maybe not exactly as you plan, but pretty damn close. And I believe this is one of the most powerful messages that you need to realize and take advantage of. Where you want to be, how do you need to feel to take the action that will lead you there? Don't react to the environment that you are in, but instead, always, every single day, ask yourself, where do I want to be? What kind of person do I want to be in 5, 10 years? I don't know, a year from now. And what actions do I need to take today that are in my absolute control to get closer, to pull, to put the brick into this wall, into the wall of that vision of my life, of my future self, of all the projects that I want to build? What is that one brick that I can put in the wall of that vision? And whatever is in your control, do it to start building that cathedral of your future life, right? We have a couple of weeks uh, left in this year, and just think about it and start putting together, start getting into a habit of taking action, of putting together those bricks. One brick at a time, you'll build the wall of that vision. And especially when you look back, let's say 20, 30 years from now on, every day putting one brick into the wall of your future vision, you'll be blown away, especially if you write it down, how close you can get to what you actually imagine. So intentionality, taking action to specifically to build the future you desire. It's like magic, guys. So first, think about that, ruminate on that, allow your brain, allow this to really sink into your brain. And then the second thing I wanted to talk to you about is sleep. And I wanted to give you some basic, the reminder of basic foundation of how to set up your environment and your lifestyle for consistent, great sleep that will change the way you feel, your thoughts, and the actions you take. It will change your energy. It will change your relationships. There has been a lot of research and data and studies that showing that when people consistently, even one night of poor sleep will make person more anxious and less likely to connect with other people and less likely to take advantage of opportunities and take steps forward and less likely to learn to be flexible and be less optimistic, more suspicious around about the people, about the world around them, right? So it makes a person antisocial. It's not like somebody is 
and to social all of the time, right? The amount of quality and quality of the sleep you get on a regular basis will influence your personality, the way you approach your life in a very huge way. And of course, that will change the course of your life, the course of your career, the course of everything that you want to build in your life. So sleep is super important, guys. And when it comes to sleep, it's not all that out of your control. Most of the people in my practice have problems with sleep because they either don't know that they need to be aware aware of certain things in their environment and lifestyle to have a great night's sleep, either not aware or thinking, or it's not important. You know, when I need to sleep, I'll just sleep. That is not true that all the data and research shows. So in order to have a good night's sleep, you have to prepare for that good night's sleep. So I kind of want to, in a few minutes, walk you through things that you need to pay attention to, to give yourself the best chance to have great sleep, to have great energy, to have great mood, to take action, and to build the life that you want. By the way, guys, if you always not having, don't have a great sleep, the clarity, the intentionality, the, uh, just the, the quality of your thinking will change a lot. And it's going to be so much more difficult to build the life that you want and be intentional about that, right? And not being um, affected by minute-to-minute um, minute or hour-to-hour things that might not go away. But, you know, instead it will help you to look um, with perspective of different things and realizing that, you know, when you still keep t- taking action every single day and getting and making the most out of each situation, life will go your way eventually. With lack of sleep, that's whole thing going to be much more difficult, life design and building the life that you want. So let's get to sleep. Your good night of sleep starts in the morning. And by that, I mean, you need to get outside and expose yourself to natural light. Without sunglasses, uh, you need that wave of those wavelengths of light that we get in the morning it's special kind of wavelengths wavelengths of light that are different from the light that you get in the um middle of the day so you need to get outside if it's bright outside spend 10 minutes if it's cloudy closer to 15 20 minutes uh, maybe do a call um, run an errand do whatever you can do but in the first hour of waking of sunrise get outside uh, and get as much light as possible. That will change your brain chemistry. That will set up uh, melatonin for later in the day and cortisol to function in a way that will help you to be alert and awake and focused during the day and fall asleep on regular um, schedule and fast and have good quality sleep later that night range. So go outside, expose yourself to um, light outside. Light inside does not work that well. Artificial light does not work that well. So there are some lamps that you can use that are designed to simulate daylight for that purpose. So if you really don't have the opportunity to get outside and get sunlight into your eyes in the morning, then purchase one of those lamps. They're cheap, especially if you are in the US or UK or you know one of the those countries, it can be as cheap as like $20, um, you know, especially if you have things like Amazon. So get one of those lamps. Uh, a lot of them are travel size and get that light no matter what. So that's number one. Thing number two for 
And I'm going to be walking you through, through things that um, really impact your sleep. Like exercise, great for sleep quality, but we don't really know yet how exactly it affects our sleep. And if I were to say, is it all that necessary to have, you know, like cardio or strength workout for good night's sleep? No, I can't say that there is good data on that. But moving, of course, not sitting on your ass 12 hours a day, of course, that is important for good good quality sleep. So while getting that sunlight, get some uh, movement in, walk, again, doesn't have to be very Um, specific type of exercise, but do move. So you get your sun exposure in the morning. That is very important. The second thing to be aware of is do not consume caffeinated stuff. Uh, It is recommended to get at least eight hours without caffeine before your bedtime. So if you go to bed at 10 p.m., then 12, then 2 p.m., you should be cutting out your caffeine. And by caffeine, I mean coffee and tea and, you know, green tea, black tea, unless it's herbal tea tea and then some other drinks like your bromate also um, have coffee caffeine and then if you have some pre-workout if you have dark chocolate cacao products um, ideally if you want to optimize your sleep you want to cut that out by at least eight hours before sleep i usually do 12 hours before sleep 12 to 11 um, but like 10 a.m. for myself because I go to bed at 9 p.m. I stop my caffeine. Caffeine is really important, managing that caffeine for the structure of your sleep and falling um, falling asleep faster and sleeping better and deeper and having less anxiety during the day. Um, so manage your caffeine, the amount and the timing. This is very important for your sleep quality. The third thing, manage your food and your um, alcohol, if you do alcohol. Alcohol is not a great thing for your sleep or your brain, but especially if you drink it closer than, let's say, three, four hours before bed, um, especially, of course, if the amount is, is big, then your sleep is going to be trash. So um, about alcohol, eliminate it or drink it as early as possible and, you know, maybe one drink um like 5 p.m., I don't know, or um, with your lunch. That's kind of ideal if you want to minimize the side effects of alcohol on your sleep. And some people say, well, alcohol helps me to fall asleep. Alcohol helps you to get unconscious, not fall asleep. Being unconscious and sleeping are two different things. This is also the way how most sleep medications work. They do not make you fall asleep. They make you unconscious. And the recovery, the restorative power of your sleep um, is affected. So alcohol is not a great thing for your sleep. It specifically robs you of this rapid eye moment sleep that is important for creativity, for mental health, um, for emotional regulation. So alcohol, eliminate or really, really, really downsize your portions and do not consume it close to your bedtime. Food, three hours before bed. This is a great uh, time to finish your dinner. Now, if you have like um, a piece of fruit or something like that, not going to be a big deal. But if you have like full-blown meal right before going to bed, all of your digestive organs will be working. Your blood sugar will be throughout the night all over the place. And that is not great news for the good quality of your sleep. Your temperature also will rise when it's supposed to fall. So eating late at night, and by late at night, we mean 
closer than three, maximum like two hours for um, big dinner, that's really, really, really not good news for your sleep. So just be aware of those factors influencing your sleep. So have your food early. The next thing is light at night. If close to your bed time, you know, two hours, especially one hour before bed, you are in a room where the light is more than about 50 LUX. And 50 LUX light intensity is quite low. You can use your, you can use free apps for your phone, like light meters, to measure intensity of light in any environment. So if you expose yourself to bright light closer to bed time, your brain literally stops producing uh, effectively your melatonin, the one that's supposed to put your sleep. So don't be surprised if you're not sleepy or you're having troubles falling asleep and the quality of your sleep is just not there. Light is very important. It's one of the most potent stimulants for your brain that tells your brain when to be awake, when to fall asleep. People who study circadian rhythms or this 24-hour cycle that our brain and body go through, they are super freaky and strict about light pollution, what they call it. Light pollution, there is such a thing. It's not just in nature, it's also for people. When you are exposed to bright light closer to your bedtime, your quality of sleep will suffer, especially after the hours of 10, 11 p.m. till the hours of 4, 5 a.m. It seems to be very detrimental to the level. So your neurotransmitters that make you focused, alert, and feel good during the day, like dopamine, like serotonin, right? Levels drop, you feel like shit, you feel anxious, low in energy, and your sleep quality also suffers a lot. So light, do not get into a bright light environment if you care about your sleep on most nights. And screens, of course, put all of your screens into night mode, uh, reduce intensity to the point where you can barely see it because at night your eyes are very sensitive to that light. And again, the production of melatonin is going to be affected. So light is super, super important, guys. Um, I Yesterday I went out, I spent some time with a friend of mine, and there was too much light in the environment. And it took me additional um, 30 to 40 minutes to fall asleep when usually I just hit the pillow and I'm asleep. So light really, really matters. And then the quality of my sleep wasn't there, although it wasn't also that bad. But it's not it every single time when I'm in the environment where there is brighter light, I it takes me longer to fall asleep and my sleep is not that great as it usually is. So light is important. Um, food, light, do not consume a lot of liquids before going to bed because you're going to go to the bathroom, your sleep going to be interrupted. Uh, try to finish your drinks 90 minutes before bedtime. All of your, you know, big cups of herbal teas, if you're the fan of them, like my favorite is uh, chamomile with uh, the flavor of honey and vanilla. I love that, but uh, I always finish it an hour before my bedtime if I don't want to get up to use the restroom. And that's about it, guys. Besides, you know, overall good lifestyle and nutrition and having all the minerals and vitamins that are needed to produce things like serotonin that melatonin is made of, uh, managing your stress, doing breathing or meditation when you're going through difficult times, these are all things that will improve your sleep, help you to sleep better. But basics first, expose yourself to bright light 
in the morning. Um, manage your caffeine, the amount of timing. Manage your alcohol, eliminate preferably, uh, but timing and amount important. Um, manage your food timing, three hours before bed, finish your meal. Manage your light exposure before <clears throat> But be very careful about that. It's no joke. And the last but not least, get temperature. Temperature is a huge thing. Huge thing. If you are hot when you're trying to fall asleep or during the night, your sleep quality is going to be disrupted. It's been shown in many studies, not questionable. Um, I usually sleep with air conditioner, 8 to 19 degrees, and then I get into the blanket and it's cold, but I sleep so well. And whenever I'm hot, even a little bit, I always wake up during the night. That really matters, guys. Some people are trying to save electricity or something, but as far as I'm concerned, if you're not sleeping, well, every single night and you're cranky and you're anxious and you're antisocial, well, what does this, you know, saving um, electricity a little bit uh, does to the rest of the world and to your life? Like, um, doesn't really make any sense. So if you've never experimented with temperature, try to do that, figure out, you know, maybe get one of those smart covers uh, that change the temperature of your sleeping place instead of air conditioner. There are so many ways this these days, right? So temperature is important. Um, and that's it, guys. So sleep is very, very important. It will make or break your life. And the most important thing about sleep quality is that it's in your control for the most part, uh, it's about your lifestyle, it's about nutrition and doing those simple things that we've talked about today on this podcast. Uh, if you have any questions at all about anything that you heard today on this podcast, please reach out, please ask questions. I'm going to help you to troubleshoot whatever you may be not able to figure out about, you know, how to set up your schedule, your sleep. By the way, schedule of sleep is super important. If you're not regular with your sleeping time, your ability to fall asleep well and sleep well going to be also diminished. And that has to do with um, your brain needs regularity to figure out when to start preparing you for bed with certain hormones like melatonin or other neurotransmitters, uh, different levels at different parts of the day, right? So regularity is also hugely important. Ask questions, share this episode with people who might be struggling with sleep and always say, you know, or I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with my sleep right now and the environment might be the issue. So talk to them, give them this podcast, um, um, encourage them to ask questions and work on their sleep because that ultimately changes the quality of our life. And that's it for today, guys. It's weekend. Please do sleep on time with all these tips in mind. If you want to have an amazing week ahead of you, you got to rest well, you got to have recovery weekend. Yeah, have fun, but also sleep well. They can both exist together. Have fun, sleep well, recover, and stay tuned for the upcoming episode uh, with the author, with Simon Lancaster, the author of Winning Minds, Secrets of from the Language of Leadership. You're going to get a lot of tips on how to communicate to be a more impactful speaker. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be the next episode. Sleep well. If you have questions, reach out, share this episode to help more people to sleep better. So we all live in the world of happy, uh, strong, motivated, inspiring people, right? So share, ask questions, stay tuned for amazing episode about the neuroscience of language of leadership. 
And guys, have an awesome weekend and I'll talk to you very soon.